Today's podcast is MC Podcast, episode 47. On today's podcast, we have our international sales manager, Scott Harris, in the office. Scott's going to be talking to us today about uh, some of the international markets that he's been working with, some that we are currently working with. Uh, in Ukraine is one, for instance, and then some that we are potentially working with. It's a really good, fun conversation. I hope that you enjoy it. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, and uh, welcome to MC Podcast, episode 47. Today, we have an exciting show for you, kind of interesting. I'm excited to hear about uh, this, uh, kind of a new endeavor for us. We we talked several weeks ago about how uh, Scott Harris has transitioned into a new role for MC and Crabtree Holdings as as an international sales manager. And so in our studio today is our one... And only international sales manager, Scott Harris. Hello. <laughs> hey, Scott. Appreciate you coming in today, taking time out of your busy schedule to sit down with me and kind of discuss the what's going on in the in the international markets, where where we're where we are working, where we're potentially gonna be working, <clears throat> where where things are. But kind of before we get into that, just uh, just kind of catch us up a little bit on how things are going with you. What what's what's new in your world? Yeah. So, <clears throat> well, we just literally got back uh, last week from Ukraine. Okay. So that was the first one, and I'll go into that in a little more detail Absolutely. in a little bit. But uh, so things are good. Things are really good, actually. the uh, The new position is going well. The transition has gone very smooth. the 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 team at MC um, is so good. Uh, Toby, Megan. I mean, all of the sales team has just picked up everything that I was working on and have ran with it, and so it's it's fun to see that right. uh, transition occur. Um, it's always different, you know, when you leave, and, you know, I assumed I would really have a hard time with leaving some of that stuff behind, but they're so capable and have done such a good job that it's been, I mean, just perfect transition. So definitely. Yeah, I definitely would have to say that. And, and um, you know, uh, picking up where, where you left off and, and carrying that has they, they've done they've done an excellent job for that. Of course, you know, there wasn't a whole lot there. There's you not know, there wasn't you know a lot I mean? getting done. There wasn't a lot getting so, done before you before right. you left. Right. There was right. not there wasn't a whole lot getting done. You you know, there were very few things going on. And <laughs> no, um, right. I, and, I, I, and so, I, I that was on purpose. See, that was yeah, I yeah, wanted them yeah. set them up to not be overloaded. Right. So basically, you weren't doing anything. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so now, now I'm doing stuff. So that's really stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I see why people get so stressed at work. Now, it's so stressed at work. Yeah. Because yeah, actually, stuff's going on. A lot, of, a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> no, that's not true. I, we all we no, all know that. It's been a fun transition, and getting to work with all the different businesses has been great. A um, lot of lot of really exciting stuff going on. Really, I mean, with every business, MC included, but right. um, just getting to do different stuff every day is sure. fun. Um, you know, shipping season, of course, is a nightmare. Crazy time. Yes. Crazy time. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I've been a part of all sides of that before, having done shipping before. Um, but uh, we're we're gonna have to figure out like. I, I, every year I seem to learn more and more about things when it comes to shipping, and it seems like it's been particularly difficult this year with the changes to 
um, the trucking guidelines and, yeah. you know, truckers can only drive so many hours, even less than before. And so I think that's been part of the, part of the problem this year. But, uh, so that's one of the exciting things that for me about with the international stuff is you don't have a lot of these littler shipments, you right. have huge shipments yep. for the most part going forward. So, um, that'll, that'll be nice. So, so as, as we talk about our, our international, um, part, um, where where are we working at the moment? Where 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 are are things you know? Where where are things the best? Where are where where are we actually as as MC? Where are we? So the first country that we've really gone into and gone in full steam um, is Ukraine. Okay. Um, so this year we sent about twenty seven hundred units, okay. twenty six hundred fifty something like that units over there um, of five different varieties. Um, and so Cullen and I, Cullen Johnson, the plant breeder, and I just went out there. Um, we were supposed to be out there to help them with planting. We were supposed to be out there to uh, make sure they were, because we sent 11 different varieties as well. Yes, and so so you weren't out there helping them plant just like like they, because they, they know normal, how to normally yeah, plant. Right, right, right. You're talking about they were planting observation and research plots. Correct, Yeah. correct. We wanted to make sure that was, because it was a, we thought it was going to be a new experience for them, and so it was important that we yeah. make sure that stuff gets in right because you have, you know, you, you know, you're talking thousands of dollars and a lot of Cullen's time put yep. into these small amounts of seed. Right. So we want to make sure it gets done correctly. Um, once we got there and really got to talk through that with them, turns out that the the biggest farm that we were on. And when I say biggest, we're talking four hundred thousand acres. Four hundred thousand. Four hundred. There's, there's no like I didn't say that wrong. Four hundred thousand acres. Four hundred thousand acres. Yep. Okay. It's like one hundred and sixty thousand hectares. All right. So. All right. So four hundred thousand acres. Okay. So you were on that farm. Correct. And so what we learned is they had done this a lot. Um, they had done it for a lot of other companies, so they knew exactly how to do it. Basically. So, uh, and and the day we were going to actually plant the plot. Um, it was supposed to frost like two days later or the next day or really close within that week. So we decided to not do that while we were there. So, but we worked it all out, made sure we were all on the same page. Of course, you know, you've got, you've got Cullen talking Cullenese. Yes. And Cullenese. Ukrainians talking Ukrainian. And then the interpreter, like trying to figure out how to get them to understand each other is, is a fun dynamic. Yeah, to, there, there are days I don't need, I mean, Cullen speaks English, and there are days that that there are days that I don't understand what Cullen says. Right. Then and I spent eight days with him, and I can tell you that that doesn't help. It doesn't get any. It better. Doesn't get any better. No. No. Well, I mean, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah, we were. It was funny. We were sitting in the uh, Admirals Club on our way out, and Cullen was filling me on some of the things we we're doing genetic wise yes. and stuff like that. And I'm just staring at him like, I don't consider myself to be brilliant, but I don't consider myself to be stupid. Yeah. And I'm just staring at him like, what words are you saying right now? Yeah, it's a whole different vocabulary when yeah. you're talking about some of the some of the gene mapping and gene yes. manipulation stuff that we've got we've got going on. And 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 so I've been involved with that and I have to I have to take Cullen with me to be my interpreter. <laughs> right. Like Cullen speak to me like I'm a kindergartner. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, how about pre K? Let's yeah. let's take it down <laughs> exactly. another level. So Exactly. But you know, Cullen, you know, you could, we only had like one little time and, and anyone who out there who knows Cullen will find this funny, but I mean I could see the stress all over his face. Now he was calm as far as the outside. 
But if you know Cullen well enough, you can see it building. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. And it's just like he's going to lose it in just a little bit, and they're not going to understand <laughs> any of it. Right. Um, but he he stayed he remained he stayed calm and remained you know kind of in in the situation, and it all worked out. It's going to work out great. Um, I think they're supposed to put it in the ground like next week. I just checked on it yesterday, so um, it's going really well. We did get to go on. I think I totaled it up. Um, I think we were on about seven hundred thousand acres there, okay. seven fifty or something like that, as far as farms. You so, know, represented. so the, these farms, they're big farms. Yes. Okay. Um, there's two things that that I want to make sure that that I understand. First of all, uh, you talked about you, you talked about that it was fi- that it's going to frost there, mm-hmm. right? So. So when we when we think about Ukraine, latitude, longitude wise, wh- what are we? What would be the uh, the uh, North American equivalent? So you're thinking like Central Minnesota, okay? Um, yeah, kind of that. Um, well, I guess I don't know if it's Central. It'd be like basically where um, what's the big? Uh, we have a huge plot up there in um, Greenwald Greenwald Elevator. So that. Kinda yeah, that's that's central. central. Okay. central. So that central Minnesota yeah. area basically it was very, very similar. Very similar to that. Yeah. So North Dakota. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So so that that's that's kind of the so so what what relative maturity and I assume they still call it relative maturity they corn don't. over there. They don't. Okay. It's FAOs. FAO. FAOs. Okay. So 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 what relative maturity for the, that that we would speak that language? What what relative maturity? Are they are they planning? So, here's the thing: is that we were in three different regions. I mean, when we think of Ukraine, we think of you know being small, but it's pretty large. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the longest region w- would be Poltava, which was, uh, I think they plant like a they get a little longer there, 108 to 110. Oh. But for the most part, the biggest part of the country that we were in for planting was that 90 to 95 day. Okay. Okay. So like a 250, 300 FAO. Okay, so what does FAO stand for? No idea. N- none whatsoever? I have no idea what it stands for. You you haven't asked this question? No. You haven't asked anybody to explain this? Mm-mm. You don't know the conversion from... Yeah, I have a chart that I put it in, and it says, you know, 300 FAOs equals X amount of maturity day, or vice versa. So is, is FAO... F- it's, it's just a relation to heat units is all I know. Okay. And is it is it just in Ukraine or is that no, Eastern it's European, Europe? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. So so it's a European measurement. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah, we for example, we sent some of our seed into Bulgaria. Their longer FAO. Um, then we have a little bit going into Germany, hopefully. Okay. Um, and they they use FAOs. FAOs there. Yep. So so in Ukraine, we have these huge farms, four hundred thousand acres. You know, I guess a small farm would be. 50,000 acres. Yeah, I, I would say your the smallest farm we were on was 5,000 acres. Okay. And he's literally considered a very small farm. Very very small farm with yeah. 5,000 acres. What what crops are they are they growing besides corn? Sunflower is the largest crop. Okay. Okay. Um, it's so we obviously didn't see it this last time cuz they're just planting, but the first time I was over there, I, I mean, you can't describe it. It is Field after field after field after field of sunflowers. Yeah, and I th- believe that most of their sunflower production actually goes into China uh, for sunflower oil. Oil, yeah, yeah. So, that makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so I I spent some time in Romania and uh, and they have huge sunflower fields over there. So yeah, 
And what's crazy about sunflowers literally is how they is how, yeah how they fo- move how they follow yeah the how sun. they follow the sun. It's yeah. it's pretty neat to see um, see that happen. But and then and then there's you know there's some soybeans there's some grasses wheat. I mean there's yeah you know grasses. I mean they've got yeah Ukraine's kind of the breadbasket of of the of of basically Eastern Europe, right. isn't it? Am Correct. I, no, I mean, you're right. Hundred percent right. So yeah, that, that's interesting. So so we're over there. Uh, things are growing. I mean, we, we look like. I mean, if if you got a four hundred thousand acre farm, what what percentage of the farms are going to be corn and and the other? You know, I, I think mean, it's it's pretty. It seemed like for the most part, you're looking at like a sixty forty sunflower to corn. Okay, sunflower is still dominant. Okay, um, you know, it wasn't uncommon for us to go onto a you know a twenty thousand acre farm and they'll have. 5,000 acres of corn. Okay. So, okay. Um, you know, when I, when I say that 400,000, I, I would guess probably 120,000 120, of it was would corn. Be, would be corn. Uh, so it's interesting, too. The, they, they, they don't own the acres for the most part. It's, it's rented land, either from, from the government okay. or families. That right. own little, you know, 100 acres here, 200 acres oh. there, 300 acres here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and so... They own very little of the land. I, I actually think I'm not so sure that they're allowed to own too, very much land. Very much of it. Yep. So yeah. I don't know if that's back from so from probably after the Soviet Union days or what yeah. what causes that for sure. They've tried to explain it a few different times, but I kind of get different answers, so I'm not really 100 yeah. percent sure. But I know they don't own most of it. That I'm very okay, certain. But they, of. So they so they rent a lot of those. <clears throat> they rent most of it. Yeah. Wow. But, and when we did kind of a quick calculation, it was basically when you when you convert it to U.S. dollars and you convert it from hectares to acres, you're talking about, I think we said it came out to like $60 an acre. $60 an acre rent yeah. on on really good ground. For the most part, it's pretty good black dirt. Yeah. But it's all relative, right? Right. So $60 goes a long way over there. Okay. Right. So <clears throat> it's um it's interesting. But the 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 other thing that's really kind of neat about the farms over there is that the farmer literally will employ a village. Really? Like you so you've got, you know, in Poltava region, you've got, you know, these li- this little village you go through and there's 60 homes. 60 homes, okay. You know, yeah. everybody's yeah. got their own fence. So so it's right. kind of it's I mean that's kind of typical of Eastern Europe right. of, of Eastern Europe. And it's extremely common that the farm employs that village. Okay. Like I mean, literally, when I say the village, like literally. So, so that so that is kind of a throwback to to the communism because basically what happened, uh, my understanding is that when uh, when um, the communists came in and communism, they basically took everybody mm-hmm. off their family farm, moved moved them, built that built a village, moved all of them in, and then they were to go out from that village. And 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 basically farm this this right. yeah. this this section of land, and so uh, yeah, I mean I could see see so the farmer who who farms this, you know I I, I if, if I'm assuming that it's probably like other places in in Eastern Europe where communism fell back in the the late eighties and, and early nineties that that everybody kind of got their got their parcel mm. of land back, yep. but they did stay in the village. And, and so that kind of makes that that kind of makes that picture a little clear. Okay, yeah, you have this you have this three hundred acres out here that's your family's, but you all live in the village. But right. this one farmer rent, rents that ground from you, and you but you still work it. That's Correct. interesting. Yeah, it okay. was, it's really cool um, and interesting, and 
Like we, you know, here in America, of course, our farms are, you know, can have tremendous effects on a community, of course. Yeah. But I mean, this is, this is a whole different level when you employ the village, yeah. you know, you are the, the literally the only job around. I mean, um, so it's pretty interesting. Um, <clears throat> they're, they're extremely, you, they're not as behind as people would think. Yeah. Um, you know, for the most part, I would say I equated, somebody asked me about it and I would equate it to, okay, so you're, your 100,000-acre farm yeah. has the same technology equipment as probably a 2,500-acre okay. farm here. Okay. Right? So your 2,500-acre guy has the same as a 200-acre guy here. You know, it's just... 200? Yeah. It's just like, okay. it's 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 not as big as you would think, but yeah. it's not way behind either. Okay. And the, the, the other thing that we noticed, too, is their equipment is simpler. You know, the planner is... Um, I've, I wish I... I need to show you a picture of it, but there's a... Cullen and I saw a planner. It was just a simple uh, 12-row. I mean, the boxes were extremely easy to clean out. Yeah. You literally just slid a little plate over, and yeah. you drained out the box like that if you wanted to change varieties. I mean, yeah. it was crazy simple. So so, just, so what um, did you, what, what brands of equipment were they, were they, did they have? It really varied. Okay. Um, yeah, they, it was all across the board. We, of course, we saw John Deere's, sure. um, Case, IH. Okay. Um, I did see some cloths. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there was another, and there was another European company that I can't remember the name of that I, I wasn't familiar with. Okay. It was the only like odd brand that I saw, yeah. but yeah. it varies quite a bit. Uh, I guess that's what I was wondering. And they buy a lot of their equipment from the States. Really? Yep. And it gets shipped over because they price wise, they can do better here. Really? Mm-hmm. And even, even with the shipping. Shipping yeah. It over. Yeah, and I guess I would figure with the you know with with sixty dollar rent, you know, and 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 I use that as a as a way to measure right. e, you know the, the prices in in economy over there. I figured maybe prices would be cheaper. Yeah, no, and I don't know that it's. I just don't think there's a ton available either. Oh, that makes sense. So, because um, there's not an, you know, you're not talking about thousands and thousands of farms necessarily. Right. So, right. That but, makes sense. So, so you were on the one farm had, it was, it was, you said it had 12 row planter. Yeah. How, how? And he was a, now I think he had like six of those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And but he still, was not, that was not the big one. The one that I'm specifically referring to, I think he did, I don't know, 10,000 acres or something like ten, that. 10,000 acres of corn and, and with, uh, with 70, 12 rows at a time. 12, well, <laughs> and even if you have six, that's 72 rows at a time. Yeah. <laughs> that that would take a minute. <laughs> take a little while. Now you see why they can employ a whole village. Yeah, like that's gonna take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. And they and they flat out. I mean, they get it. I mean, they get it done. They're they're yeah. going to the ground as soon as possible, and they're slamming it in. And it's you know, it's impressive. How uh um how is their so we talk about their technology as far as as far as their equipment. What what about their practices? I mean, are, are they? I mean. You know, fertilization programs. Uh, you know, nutrient management programs. I mean, are they, are they, you know, how how, do, how does that how does that look over there? So overall, they're a little behind. Um, that's what they want help with, though. Um, okay. They want um, a company to come in and help them. They, they're willing okay. to 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 listen to anything. Hmm. Um, they you know they realize they don't have it down to yeah. a science. They're learning. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And so, again, I would equate it to, like, the acre thing. So your your huge farms are probably where 
we were ten years ago or or eight years ago, and okay. then the smaller the farm, take that take that down, take kind that of in, down in little the ten, increments. twelve years ago, whatever it might be. Um, but they communicate really well. The farms uh, seem to get along much more than maybe farms here in the U.S. Really? do. Yeah, so because I think it's probably just because they're so large. Yeah, that they almost and there's not a big fight for land grab like there would oh, okay. be here. Okay. So I mean, you kind of have what you have, and that's probably not. Well, yeah, change. and if you have four hundred thousand acres, you know, like ah, oh, I don't you, know how you keep track. Ah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's another ten thousand acres that came up <laughs> over here. I'll let my buddy get it because yeah. he's at he's at three ninety anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and just like it's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, and that's exactly right. It's uh, it was it was you know it was really interesting the. The hardest part about going there is, of course, just the time change is a little bit of a challenge. Of course, you're about what eight Eight, hours eight hours ahead ahead over there. Um, The travel, the travel when you're there is very wearing on you because you're the roads are are not in great shape. Okay, Um, and so what we would call here in the states a bad road, you you need to multiply that by quite a bit. Uh, for over there, just especially the winters are so hard. Yeah, well, and and so what you were what you were showing me the other day that the video of that, I mean, it literally looked like an ungraded gravel road. Right. I mean, that's that's right. that's what it was. I mean, that's it. It, it looked like an ungraded pothole filled, chug, not even pothole chug holes. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, yeah. just an ungraded. It hadn't been graded for a while. Yeah. <laughs> like, where did I park my car? Oh, wait, it's over in that <laughs> hole over there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, you rough. could lose and you could lose like medium sized children in some of those holes. <laughs> you could lose a whole gaggle of Kirks. Yeah, a whole murder, gaggle, you know, a murder, I mean, a murder, Kirks. a murder of Kirks. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't even like small children. I mean, you could lose like like yeah, fairly <laughs> substantial kids and stuff. <laughs> yep. And so it, you know, they and they just don't. I mean, there's no money there to to do a whole lot there on the infrastructure. Um, so. You know, I don't don't know that that'll get a whole lot better anytime soon. Right. But it's just you know, so it really slows things down. You know, when what it would take, what should take an hour and a half was to get somewhere was taking four hours. Woo. You know, in a bus, and so uh, long long days for sure. But the people are tremendous. Really, I mean, they are tre- so comforting and just friendly and like. I think people in the states, if they've never met any of them, would think it'd just be you know that old Russian, yeah, cold, yeah, that, distant. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's a, extremely the opposite. They are inviting, welcoming. Now they sound angry all the time. it's just like yeah. they sound really, really angry all the time. But I got to learn this last time that there's a difference between what sounds angry and when they're actually angry. Really? Yeah. Like when they 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 have a lot of road rage, and so when you you learn, I learned the difference between because I got to ride in a few different vehicles with them, and so yeah, there's definitely a difference in their tone and expression. You don't need to know what they're saying to know what they're saying to know to, to know what's yeah. going on. Yep. No so doubt. that that's the biggest country you know that we're focused on right now. Yeah. Uh, some of the other things that we've got going is we're 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 basically primed and ready to go into Mexico soon. Okay. Yeah. I think um, I think we're actually going to be this selling season, right? Yep, yep. To go in the ground. 19. Yeah. I think we're actually. Well, I, I think I mean, we'll actually be second crop some this year. Okay. I think we'll actually be approved to, or ready to go in for second crop. So that'll be cool. I'm gonna try to go down there um, in, in the summer and take a look at some stuff they have growing down there now just to see the practices yeah. and see how they're going. And uh, Now, 
Now, that down there, that in Mexico is silage, correct? Correct. For the most part, that's who we're working with, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, working, with, we're working with dairies and everything. Whereas you, so, and I guess we probably should have said this, that, yeah. that in Ukraine, that's, that's mostly a grain market, right? Right. So what's funny, too, is in Ukraine, it, it is primarily grain, but almost all those grain farmers do have a small dairy. Really? Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't say almost all, a good percentage of them. And when I say small, it's, we're talking 2,500 cows. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And that's just their, they, yeah, we have, we, we have the dairy over there, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's 2,500 cows, dude. <laughs> that's a lot of cows. That's a lot of cows. Like, yeah. So, I mean, like. Well, two, I got 400,000 acres. I need my 2,500 cows. Yeah, like. There was, beef? Is there a lot of beef over there? I haven't, I didn't, I have not heard about any beef at all. I would assume there is, but we, I didn't see any. They never talk about it, so. That's interesting. You know, with, yeah. I would sure think there has to Pigs? be. Uh, yes, poultry is. Or poultry and swine both. I said pigs, not yeah, poultry. poultry and swine both. Poultry is birds. I have, yeah. to, I have to teach guys this sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, like look, look, bovine is cow. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> so, so, oh yeah, yeah. Because you were talking about like at every meal, there's, there's, yeah, there's pig there's fat, pig at every meal. Yeah, pig right. fat for sure. So that sounds like my house. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah, pig I think, fat. I think I could do that. Yeah, I, I, I think I could. Yeah, so it's there is some dairy there, but in in Torreon is where specifically we'll probably be working the most, and that's a huge dairy area. Um, so we will be working with a group out of there, and so we're pretty excited about the potential there. You're talking now. Torreon is in is in Mexico, correct? So yeah, so so Ukraine we're mainly playing in the in the grain side, but in but in Mexico we're looking yep. we're looking at the silage thing, and uh, and and in Torreon and what are, do we do we. Do you know what size dairies are down there? I don't yet. I no. think there's some. I think they're I, pretty I, large. I, I have a feeling I, they're going to be very large. I think yeah. that they're ten, twelve thousand cow dairies. Yeah. If I'm not. If when I'm I get back, I'll, I'll I'll grace you with my presence and come back in and. I don't I, or maybe you go with me. Listen, I I could do that. Yeah. I So, I mean, I grew up in Texas. You might you might not might not get me back. I'm, I'm and you know what slightly I mean? worried about that. You yeah. Know? Mexico that. like Mexico like. Like my neighbor's house, you know what I mean? It's like it's going back to my neighbor's, you know. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're excited about that. I think it's got a lot of potential, and the the stuff that Cullen has been developing fits extremely well yeah, with there, their maturity. There are there are some genetics, um, so there that that's going to be really that he has that are really be really really nice and really good. And because they're they're really looking for for good feed quality, right? They 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 can grow they can grow lots of silage down there, yep. and they can grow. And, and part of that comes from you know the tropical genetic background, and so they can just they can grow tons, but it's the quality that they're really that they're really uh, lacking. Yep, uh, and, and they need extremely drought tolerant. Yep, obviously heat tolerant. Um, they do have some. What I've seen is they do have. You're some, talking about corn, not you're not talking about like me. No, I am not drought tolerant. <laughs> you're not. No, no, no. no, no. See, okay, I got my drink here with me, so. <laughs> Uh, I can be. Dr- I mean, I'm drought tolerant now. Heat tolerance. My heat tolerance <laughs> is decreasing as I as I get older for yeah. for whatever reason. Like, I, just, I ain't going out there. Roll that window. <laughs> turn the air conditioner on, boys. I'm like, I ain't getting hot. <laughs> like, I paid for air conditioning. I, I pay for I'm air conditioning. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like every year that I get older, I get worse with heat and cold. Really? Yeah, I feel like I get cold. I don't. I don't know that I struggle more. I just get cold easier the older. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't. I hadn't hit that point yet. You know, it's not good. No, I guess it wouldn't be. 
And so, then, so that so that that'd be Mexico. Where yeah. is there any other areas that you're that you're so, really kind of looking to to focus on? Yeah, the next areas that we're looking at, we don't have any seed there yet, but are doing kind of exploratory is a couple areas. Is one is Vietnam. Um, we have uh, like like Robin Williams' Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, like that place. Really? Yep. So they have so many people and yeah. a lot of milk production. Really? Yep. And so um, the company that we work with, Argus, who does our Ukraine uh, distribution, um, one of their guys from Ukraine actually lived in Vietnam for like five or six years okay. and has a lot of connections there. Um, that sounds like a movie I saw one time. Like <laughs> ro- ro- uh, Ukrainian guy... In Vietnam, yeah. Let me see. Was that was that a James Bond movie, <laughs> or was that a was that one of those Jason Bourne movies? I'm not so sure. I that, mean, you know what I mean. I mean so the guy's name is Alexei. Yeah, and uh, I'll probably send him this podcast when it's done. But I'm probably not sure that Alexei is not a spy. Yeah, yeah. Like I, there's something there's something pretty like every time you ask him a question, like so Alexei, you know, tell me about. The, he'd be like, uh, he's very he's like, very cryptic. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's none of your business. Yeah. <laughs> so, so where were you? Know, where where did you live after that? Uh, Eastern Europe. Like, oh, that's a big area. That's bro. a big area, bro. Like, where, like where, we're at in Eastern Europe. <laughs> no, <laughs> like nah. none of your business. <laughs> Night. <laughs> so yeah, it was. It's pretty interesting. But he. So one cool thing that I learned recently was Vietnam has four growing, four full growing seasons. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so that's pretty interesting. That's a lot of seed. Yeah, because it's just all tropical. Yeah, so it's Lots four, four full-growing seasons. I, I would assume... I guess I wouldn't... I mean, I guess that when I think of Vietnam, I don't think of corn. Yeah, I don't think of any crop. I just, oh, well, rice. Yeah, yeah, rice. Right, right, right. That would make sense. And they... And, and, and then some vegetables. Yep. So I, it's going to be interesting. So we'll see how that goes. They, he's wanting us to go over there this year sometime and... Um, just check on it, so we'll see how that goes. And then the other pretty neat opportunity that we're looking at is New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have a we have a company that has reached out to us, and uh, they have a, a a trade show this summer in Auckland that uh, I possibly could be attending. This summer it would be winter over there. Right. Correct. It's opposite. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. So they plant in October. So um, they That's so they talked. I know they're like we're gonna need the seed by August. I'm like <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> I would think you need it before then, but yeah, no, they plant in October, so it's just it's it's pretty cool. The uh, you know the international stuff is just it's fun. Um, it's something completely different, but man, it's a, such a learning process, and everything is just so different. And granted, at the end of the day, the principles kind of have to be the same. I mean, yeah. you know, you've got to talk about population, you've got to talk about planting depth, and you know, but just the 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 process of getting the seed in there is is a challenge. Oh, I bet. For sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not it's not the cost as much as it is just the just the time process. and process. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, there's you know, so you've got to know the I call it kind of like the uh, the calendar nightmare because. You know, Cullen has to be able to develop a hybrid for these different areas. Of course, that takes time. Right. They don't have really an idea of what how much they need. So how much do you grow? 
each field, depending on the country you go into, each field has to be certified, yeah, like it does for Canada, right? right? right. So some countries don't require that, but some ha- it has to be certified in the field. In the field, so you've got to know, like the seed that we're growing, right, has to be certified, correct, in the field as it's growing before we even bag it and send it over. Right, there. this is going to New Zealand, so yeah. it's got to be certified, yeah. right, for New Zealand, right. Uh, which is simply an inspection. I mean, it's not right. That, that is, it's just getting all the ducks in a row and lined up, and you've got to be way ahead of the calendar on it. And so, I, you know, we've learned the hard way on that stuff sometimes. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's a uh, it's interesting. It's just a it's a fun, different type of thing. Um, you know, I had a conference call the other day, and um, I was it was at ten, ten at night. Yeah. Um, um, because it's like, you know, depending on where you're at, I mean, you're right. About, right. So. I came, I came in the office. So it's been three or four weeks ago and I was in one evening. Yeah. I was picking up night. something and, and, and you, and I was like, Scott's here. <laughs> and I was like, Scott's not, Scott's not this industrious. You know? <laughs> he is not working. He, he is, is watching YouTube working. or something. He is, he is, his, his internet at the house must be out. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> his, his Netflix must not be working at home. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, I was watching Netflix, let's be honest, while I was waiting for the call. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting how the, uh, uh, the different time frames and everything works. You just got to, yeah. you know, I use, I use apps and... My my phone a completely different way than I ever did before. Right. I've got you know world clocks, so I'm constantly having to look and see what time it is in certain places to send messages and things so, like that. So uh, so so the New Zealand, so mm-hmm. the New Zealand thing. There's a lot of grass fed over there. There is, so, and and I know that there's some. I know that there's some corn and some other crops, and and in fact, if I'm not mistaken, they just passed a law or regulation not too long ago that a certain percentage has to be has to be grass fed. So are you are you so obviously we're looking at taking some corn over there. Are are you what what I mean? Are you also looking at taking master graze over there? We have not gotten far enough down the path yet to know exactly what they need. The group that we're working with is in the midst right now of doing a market research study. Okay. Um, so giving me the data on how much is needed, price point, um, you know, what type of crop they need. I. So we're still learning on that. I would sure think so. Yeah, I think uh, that, I would that think that would be a great be a, fit for that. Be a really good fit, and 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 it fits the grass fed thing, <clears throat> right? So it'd be yeah. Well, and which are, the interesting thing is you're 100 percent right that it is a certain percentage. I don't know what the number yeah. is right off the top of my head, but when you're talking about the other percentage, the corn percentage is still extremely still high. Extremely high. Yeah, that's a lot of acres. Yeah, so. no doubt. Well, good. All right, man. Hey, I, I'm glad that you're in. I'm glad that you're you're not still jet lagged over your trip. I am a little surprised you just didn't leave Cullen in the Ukraine. We were a little I afraid. I tried that, my best. You were a little afraid that you might have traded him off for a wife or something over there. I I did consider it, um, but I only had one carry on. <laughs> so. <laughs> So anyway, no, so so good. I'm glad that you guys made it back safe. Glad that things are going well, and um, and so yeah, so I'll appreciate it. Appreciate it very much, Scott. It was thanks cool. for thanks for coming in. Thank you. You guys out there listening, appreciate you listening today. Hope that you found this uh, interesting, informative. Uh, as always, we are social. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and always, always, always at seedcorn.com. You guys take care.